You're listening to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. My name's Mike and this is Baz. Say hello, Baz. Hello, Baz. Don't forget to like, subscribe and share. If you enjoy this, share it with your friends. If you don't like it, share it with people you hate. Coming up on this week's show, I don't care how cool you think your restaurant is, serve my food on a fucking plate. I'm going to come straight out and say, Coldplay is shit. Fat men piss me off. (laughs) At no point before the invention of hot tubs did I go, Oh, lads, do you know what would be better? We'd be better if we were just all sat in our pants swimming around in each other's filth. Handjobs are rubbish. (laughs) Hello, 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 and welcome to the Mildly Controversial Podcast. Now, if you're watching on Facebook or YouTube, you will see that I do not for once have an elderly man on the other side of this picture. Um, The reason for that is that uh, we're doing things a little bit differently this week. After 42 weeks of bringing you the mildly controversial podcast without a single break, despite the fact that Baz has been away for a couple of months, um, we haven't even needed to resort to a best of episode. To celebrate that milestone, we are having a best of episode. We have uh, some of Baz and I's favourite mildly controversial opinions of ours from over the weeks Um, Some of these date back to even before the podcast was called the Mildly Controversial Podcast. If you're new to the podcast, this will give you a good opportunity to catch up on some of our favourite moments uh, from the last year or so. So without further ado, I will pass you over to um, me uh, about a year ago. I'm going to say the first four words, pause so that I can let you have a reaction, and then I will go on to the rest of it, okay? Yeah, I'm ready. Hit me. Hand jobs are rubbish. <laughs> right? sure. yes. And the explanation, the short explanation is, as a heterosexual man, I've been at it for 35 years and I'm better at it than you are, and I don't need you here for that. Yeah. Right? There's lots of other things, and we don't need to go into detail. There's lots of other things that women, um, obviously having been with the same one for 20 years, I mean one woman, um, <laughs> can do for me. But I, I'm, I've no interest in any woman, including my wife, giving me a hand job because I've been doing it for 35 years and I'm better at it than she is. And that's no offense to my wife. Yeah. It just she doesn't have one and she's not had as much practice at it as I have. Yes, there you go. Okay. So what, what, what are your thoughts, Baz? Right. So in general, I'll, I'll agree because uh, because I've actually been subject to very terrible <laughs> jobs. <laughs> As a form of gratification, it's probably better than nothing. It's better than a bourbon biscuit, isn't it? <laughs> Do you know what? It, it, if, if it's hand job or bourbon biscuit, I'm going, but you know, in fact, if it's hand job or any biscuit, let's let's be fair. Oh, well done. Yeah. Fox's crunch creams are really good. Um, no, let's not get into that. That's not what we're here for, Baz. See, I, I think also in that, you'll, you'll have some men that get defensive and say, oh, my missus is dead. I don't know why I put a northern accent on. My missus is dead good at them. Yeah. <laughs> she might be. Yes. But I'm not being funny. If she's been doing them for 35 years, she's either she was a slag when she was younger or she's far <laughs> too old to be touching my parts. Either way, I'm not interested. Do you know what I mean? But let, let's have it right, though. It's, you know, it's not like other things that could be done where they go, I'm tremendous at that. Yeah. 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 Which is like, fair enough. Because the, the the difference in quality and ability in 
other forms of gratification is massive. Yeah. There's just there's hand jobs, there's terrible and bang average. That's yeah. it. There's no there's, there's nowhere beyond that. You can't invent a new technique that men have not discovered yet. Do you know what I mean? It's well, it's not happening. I want to ask a question then, and it's quite a serious one. Do you think same-sex couples don't have this issue? I would suggest that if I was a gay man, I may have had some sensational hand jobs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that's you a really good. But I am open. Do you know what I mean? I'm very broad-minded. <laughs> and, it, and if a and if a bloke who's been doing it for as long as I have wants to come and show me some, uh, you know, wants to come and give me some tips, I'll take it off. Of, I'll take it off someone who's been uh, had as much experience as I have. I once met a guy that reckoned he used to masturbate four or five times a day. Yeah, one of my mates. So I think he said his record was nine in a oh, day. Buddy. It's just going to be like at the end. It's just gonna be your ninth one. Not only is is your arm almost falling off you've got cramp right at the end which must have taken about an hour by the time you're on your ninth <laughs> the end of it it must have just gone just air if it's not a bloody stump as well by then is it? No, yeah. you pulled it off <laughs> i think we should probably move on buzz because we're getting far too involved in that conversation okay so anyway we've uh, uh, we, we've established that um there are much better. Um, there are much better things that you could be doing, love. So crack on with one of the other things that are miles better. There you go. Yeah. Right. I'm going to go for my next one. This is actually. I genuinely believe this. You can have a favourite child. Yes. Uh, and I mean, out of your own children as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, but in fact, actually, you could probably have a child that you you favour outside of your own children if you if you like them more. I did a TikTok about that, and I did, and I said like. You know, people say it's not okay to have a favourite child, but, you know, I've got a favourite child. It's just not one of mine. <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> but but you're quite often met with that answer. No, no, how could you choose? It's ridiculous. I love them all equally. Do you know what? You that, like That's a statement which I get is born out of, like, trying to be moderate and not upset your children. But on any given day, I, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky I only ever had one child, so I only ever had a favourite one, and she wasn't my favourite child <laughs> on Sundays. <laughs> so, Baz, let me just clarify uh, as a father of one child, you're telling me that it's not controversial, to, or it's controversial, but it's okay to say you've got a favourite child. Well, of course it's okay to say you've got a favourite child if you've only got fucking one. Do you know what I mean? I've got three. <laughs> but, but I will say, like, you know, having a favourite child is okay. It yeah. doesn't mean you love the other ones any yes, less. Exactly. It just means at that moment in time, you might not like them. Exactly. There you go. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. And, I have a favourite child, and it's not the same one all the time. That is my point as well. Because imagine it, it'll, it'll yeah. vary. And if you say you haven't got a, 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 a favourite child, you're lying. Yeah, exactly. I, this you're is one of the... those people who said having kids is the most amazing thing. It's the best thing that ever happened to me. It was like you've got no personality then, and you've not done anything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If the only thing you've done is spawn a child, and you've got nothing else of any interest to anybody else. Um, don't approach me at the gate when I'm dropping my kid off for school because I've got literally fuck all to talk to you about. I, I do believe though that this this very statement itself causes controversy, and it, and I don't think, I think it's fairly mild. 
But I think I, I think um, I think if you were to stick by your guns and say it's okay to have a permanent favourite child, yeah, it would come up with more resistance. Yeah, but course. I think it's more socially acceptable to for people to admit, which everybody thinks it, but not everybody admits it. Exactly, it is more socially acceptable to ex- to, to admit that at a certain point in time, and it may vary multiple times, even during an hour. Yeah, there you go. But it is okay that at any point in time to have a favourite child. It's not just okay. It happens. And if you say it doesn't, you're lying to your kids. See, I, I would always put this to people. So you've got three children. One of them accidentally sets fire to your house and burns it down to the ground. Is that still one of your favourite three children? I don't think so. <laughs> I'd be checking to see if the receipt for that kid had survived the fucking fire. <laughs> I'd have been straight back to the shop with that one. Exactly. Uh, my next one is um, quite simple. Hot tubs are shit. <laughs> Everyone fucking raves about them, right? And everyone's like, oh, I can't wait to get a hot tub. But people are spending three, four, five grand putting a big fucking bath in the back garden. Do you know what I mean? And it's not just a big fucking... It's a... Do you know what I mean? You know what's really, really good in the sunshine or in a, in, in a nice summer's evening is sitting about on like a decking or somewhere like that, having a few drinks and a barbecue, having a few drinks with your mates. That is fucking class, right? Yeah. At no point before the invention of hot tubs did I go, oh, lads, do you know what would be better? Would be better if we were just all sat in our pants swimming around in each other's filth. People who buy their own, like you've just said, have it in their garden. They use it for three days of the year, and then the rest of the time they have it completely covered up. Fucking pointless. I, I don't think I've ever been at a party and someone's gone like, oh, should we get in a hot tub? And I've gone, yeah, can't wait. It was like, oh, what? Well, I've got to get, look, I've got to get me gut out, right? I've got Because you can't get in with a fucking T-shirt on, do you know what I mean? Because <laughs> that draws more attention to the fact that you're body conscious. But it's like, I mean, I, I really don't want to sit with a bunch of my mates or family um, in in other people's filth. Yep. Um, and just kind of, just I just don't understand why just sitting around chatting um, in, in a chair isn't okay and you have to ever, get everyone to fucking descend into water and then just go, oh, right, oh, I need a piss. And listen to me now, right? I wouldn't do it, but there's definitely people who have gone, I can't be asked getting out of here, drying myself off, yeah. walking over there. I'll just have a piss. No one's going to notice. So then you're in somebody else's piss. Yeah. Well, basically, it's like the world's smallest fucking swimming pool, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And they're filthy as well. I don't <laughs> mind going in a swimming pool because that's different because you can do yeah, loads yeah, yeah. of stuff in there. Do you know what I mean? Swimming on holiday, brilliant. Uh, I don't do much of it because I'd rather, uh, it's a, again, it's a pain in the ass getting dry and that. But, you know. Dicking about in the pool with the kids and stuff that fine. And I know it's yeah. filthy. I don't have a problem with that. But all I'm saying is that in a in a a, a the alternative, yeah. The, the alternative to going in the swimming pool on holiday is kids being miserable because they've not gone in the swimming pool. Yeah. The alternative to everybody sitting around in a hot tub at a party, yeah, is everyone sitting around not in a hot tub at a party. Yes. Which is just as good. So so I I have this. I've just had this thought. I reckon that when they first came out, 
it was a kind of it was a it was a sort of like a sign of decadence that you'd have one of these things in your garden. But obviously, yeah. every fucking place has one now, don't they? So yeah, it, it was a sign of decadence until fucking Macro started selling them for yeah. like three hundred quid. Do you know what I mean? And then every fucker's got one. Fat men piss me off. <laughs> I do need to explain. Yes, you should. Because I'm not fat shaming, right? The reason they piss me off is um, is because I'm jealous. That's nice. Bear with me on this one, Baz, right? I'm not talking about, like, the really fat ones. You know, the ones that are on, like, Channel 5 getting winched out of the house to go to the doctor. Yeah, yeah, they've got to knock a wall down. Or they have to wash themselves with a rag on a stick. Not, not those. Not jealous of them. The ones I'm jealous of, right, is the ones that look normal from the back, but then they turn sideways and look like a capital D. Oh, is it like all bought? Do you know what? It's, it's all, but I'm not jealous because they've got that belly. What I'm jealous of is their, their just their shameless self-confidence. Let me explain, <laughs> okay? If you've got a great body and you wear tight T-shirts, you like feel amazing, yeah? If you put on a bit of timber, a bit of middle-aged spread like myself, you've probably got about four T-shirts out of 400 um, that you're happy with yourself in. Yeah. Um, but if you go beyond this, there's a group of men that have got fucking massive beer bellies and they are quite happy and quite confident to wear a polo shirt or a T-shirt that looks like fucking body pain and it only covers about 80% of the belly. They do not give a shit. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I want to be there. I don't want to be in this middle ground where everything I put on and go, oh, you can see me belly a bit in that. Oh, yeah, you got I'm your muffin tops. That. That's it. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I would love to have the the uh, self confidence and the sheer couldn't give a fuck of the guys. Like I say, you know, like kind of like shaped like an eighties darts player, just looks normal from behind, and then all of a sudden they turn sideways and you think, "Whoa, where's that come from?" Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's all beer. The only way you can get a body shape like that is all beer. Which, incidentally. Is, uh, is is why I'm on uh, Prosecco tonight, because um, <laughs> I need to do something about it. Because like I said, I'm just getting a bit of, bit of the old middle-aged spread, despite doing regular exercise. Yeah. Um, and I've got so many shirts, so many T-shirts that I put on and just go, mm, yeah, it's all right while I'm stood up. Oh, but when I sit down, those buttons are going to gape. Mm, not for me. Do you know what I mean? Whereas you've got the guys there who are, have just got these massive bellies. And like I say... Their top's not even covering all their belly. It might have done about 15 years ago, but it doesn't anymore. They're the kind of guys you could tell if, they, uh, if they're wearing a belt or not on their jeans. Do you know what? I don't think they know they're wearing a belt or not because they can't see it. I always find these, uh, I always find these the, 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 let's call them guts. Their, their guts are generally <laughs> yes. quite solid as well. Yeah. It, it's just the, um, the sheer not giving a fuck. I yeah. want some of that. I've got so many really nice clothes. That I'm probably only about two or three pounds too big in my mind. There's, a, there's a really good way to get yourself around that is to uh, get yourself a thousand pound made to measure suit, and you'll never, ever, ever get beyond the size that you can wear that suit. <laughs> oh, but Baz, I love food and I yes. love booze. So I'm in the see. I'm stuck in this. I'm stuck in this bit where clearly I am a fitness professional by trade. So I know how to get a six-pack. I know how 
to to lose Arthur Stone in two weeks. Yeah, I could do it, and I could do it in a healthy way. And it's quicker than I would advise, but I could do it without starving myself. But I don't care enough. Do you know what I mean? I don't care enough to do it. And it's just, it. if I felt like I do when I try on something, you know, if I'm going out and I think, right, I'll try on, oh, that's a nice shirt, I'll put that on. If I felt like I do in the 30 seconds of having that shirt on permanently, I'd do something about it straight away. But if you get your bobs out as much as I do in videos, then you soon like start to get a bit more self-conscious about it. I don't think anybody wants to see me with my shirt off on TikTok, mate. Oh, I'm so, I think you'd be surprised, Mike. <laughs> I, I can guarantee if I started putting uh, videos of my top off, there would definitely be zero comments saying, OF question mark. <laughs> yeah, but I wonder as well as whether you'd get your body confidence from just getting it out all the time. Mm, no, <laughs> mate, because do you know what? I, 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 um, if I wear the right stuff, I, I look decent. Yeah, yeah? In, in in my head, and I'm my worst critic. So I've met you. I, I, I look decent in the right stuff, mate. Naked, I look like I'm trapped in a skin colour sleeping bag. It's not a pretty sight. I've seen you in your pants. We've let's not let's not forget this. Get one well. Well, this is this is getting, this is getting a little bit uh, more homoerotic than I expected, Mas. Well, well, you might not have expected. I certainly did. You're not ticking, are you, Mas? Well, I just tried to get a job on. Uh, we got a lazy lob round that way, but yes. No, I I agree with you. I think there's. Uh, so I tend to find that these uh, the, the the guys we're talking about are like ex rugby players. You know, they've kind of always drunk. But when they uh, when they stop playing, as often everything starts to get a bit larger. But yeah, they, they, yeah, they don't. Yeah, they're not bothered by it, and they just carry on with it. Nope, they don't give a shit. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I wish I was they. <laughs> well, if you carry on, you could. Yeah, well, look, I, I mean, I could quite easily get the belly. I'm just not sure I'd be able to give the have the uh, the blessing of the not giving a shit. Right. Well, this is our next project then. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> me getting a massive belly or not giving a shit? Well, let's go for both. <laughs> Not sure the wife's happy with that, to be fair. I'm going to come straight out and say Coldplay is shit. Ooh, See, mm, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm not sure that's mildly controversial, to be honest. <laughs> well, it, um, well ju judging by their, their recent gigs, and, and I, I've seen a lot of the videos there, uh, and we'll come on to something about that later. They, they put on a really good show. I'm not going to deny that, but I just can't get around the fact that uh, Chris Martin is a bit of a knob. Mm. Well, see, you know, it's it's one of those things. It it's a really weird thing in that um, you know they they hold gigs with like 150 quid tickets minimum yeah. price, right? And they sell out in a, about four seconds. But also, you do get loads of people saying Coldplay is shit. Yeah. Um, my my view on it is that um, Coldplay have written some bangers uh, and some meh. Yeah. Um, it, I don't have a strong feeling about um, uh, about them being shit, um, but yeah, it, it is quite a, a, quite a widely held, um, not a mildly held, a widely held wildly. opinion. Yes, it's not a mildly held opinion. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I, I I do get it, but I I do. <sighs> no, see, I wouldn't say they were shit. 
It, it look, it, it's not. It, it, something... It's a personal opinion at the end of the day, isn't it? Of course, it is, and that's that's what all of these are, Baz. That's what our whole <laughs> podcast is about. It's about us having opinions. Um, but look, I mean, I wouldn't say they're shit. It's not my kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't. I wouldn't ever sit down and go right. I'm going to listen to music. Right, I'll listen to some Coldplay. No. Um, no. Uh, but some of their stuff, some of their stuff's decent. And I don't, look, I don't even get the Chris Martin things. I know a lot of people, um, including yourself. And, uh, you know, I do value value your opinion there, Baz. Thanks. Um, but, yeah, but loads of people say uh, that Chris Martin's a dick and they don't like him. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't, well, so, so here we go, Baz, right? Um, I, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna cross-examine you. Go on. Um, what is it about Chris Martin that makes you think he's a dick? So, yeah, it, basically, I think... In the beginning, when he first started doing things, he had stuff written on his arm. It was all like positive messages about the world. It was a little bit too much, a bit like Bono. Like, you know, I want <laughs> to save you just, the world. Don't you just hate these fucking positive people, Baz? <laughs> I it can't wasn't stand it. You know, you, you know, you know, people who just got a really positive outlook at life. Fucking hate them. <laughs> it was more. It was more the fact that they were just sort of like really popular opinions that he was spouting out. And it always felt a bit like he'd gone, oh, what, 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 what are people like liking this week? Let's let's have a go at that one. And also, he called his daughter Apple. Look, you know, I don't care if he's named it after the phone or the fruit. That's a fucking <laughs> stupid name. Do you know what I mean? Look, true. I, 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 I love an iPhone. Don't get me wrong, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're not going to call your firstborn child by your phone, are you? No. Um, Unless you call it Sam, Samsung. Yeah. <laughs> it's like... I'm not. You might get away with that with Malaysian heritage, but not exactly. uh, <laughs> not me. <laughs> I'm I, I'm always wanting to say that, like you know, I dislike it when people say X people are shit, but because uh, you know it is just a personal opinion. But the point is, with him, it's like he's a little bit too much, and he he's a little bit. Right, let's all save the whales. Uh, yeah, well, you should all do stuff. <laughs> we should all do stuff like that. Like we don't need to be told to do it. So, Buzz, I want to. I want to recap on the two main things that you've pulled out to say why Chris Martin's a dick. Right, one of them is he's got a really positive mindset, and the other one is that he cares for the environment. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm starting to look a bit like a twat, aren't I. <laughs> Maybe on a on a podcast at this moment, Chris Martin's sitting down and going, Oh, do you know that Baz Wright? He's a prick, isn't he? He's so miserable. Oh, that'd be lovely. All I'm trying to do is spread a bit of positivity and save the fucking planet, and he can't stand it. I reckon we should move on from Chris Martin. I just feel like I might be wrong on this one. My next one is. Stop buying cushions and throws to pile on top of our fucking bed. Because 99% of the time, that room's either empty or in darkness. What's the fucking point? Why? Why? It's a bizarre thing, isn't it? It's a really bizarre thing. And I'm, I'm not, I don't, once again, being slightly sexist, I don't think me, there's many men on the planet that would ever go to somewhere and buy loads of throws and cushions for the sofa, for the bed, for the snug. I just, I can't imagine that, you know, I'd love to see what the, uh, what the, the actual split was on how many men go in and buy stuff from, you know, the rate, not the range, but you know, those sort of places. Yeah. Well, um, last time I did a stock take, Baz, um, there were four pillows on each side of our bed. So that's eight yeah. pillows in total on our bed. 
there were um, four cushions. No, sorry, five cushions. So two on each side and then one with love written on it in the middle. Um, and a throw and two duvets. Wow. Right? <laughs> I have to fucking dig my way into bed. Do you know what I mean? And do you know what? She said before, why have you thrown all that? Why have you just thrown them on the floor? It's like, the fuck am I going to, where else am I going to put them? There's nothing better, right? When you've had a, you, you've had a tiring day and you think, oh, I'm really tired. I'm going to go to bed. There's nothing better than just going to bed, climbing into bed and snuggling down and going to sleep, right? I don't need five minutes of fucking digging my way in to be able to get into bed. I don't need that. I don't want it. And like I say, the whole fact that, I mean, she's like, oh, but it looks nice, doesn't it? It's like, for who? We ain't got a fucking webcam on our bedroom. What? Who's looking at the bedroom? Because we're not in it during the day. And when we're in it, all we do, we go in and go, Whoosh. slide all the shit off the bed and climb in it and turn the light off. Well, so what? what is the point? All we've got on our bed are two cushions and a uh, a. I've got. <laughs> I've just had oh, a well, go. Of... If, if, Baz, if you're going to tell me you've got a fucking grey bear with a heart on your bed, I'm going to lose it, my shit. I think it might be worse if I'm going to be honest. I've just I've just slagged off Valentine's Day, but a gift I bought for one of our anniversaries is a cushion which says, "Sitting on this sofa since our wedding date, Mister and Mrs. Wright." Anyway, it's on our bed, so it doesn't quite work with the sofa. No, it, it, it's Mr. and Mrs. Wrong, then, isn't it? Because it's, yes. the, it's not on the sofa. I, I'm, uh, I'm finding out some things about myself tonight. <laughs> I, might, I might actually disagree with myself quite a bit. But, yes, so, but it used to be on the sofa, but it's now on the bed. So, but we also, have a, a, we also have a throw, a – how can I describe it? It's a, it's a thing called hand knitting. And I'm not having a go at my wife. She's very, our house looks lovely because she's done all these things. You basically knit without needles, but you use your hands to knit. So you end up with like, and you use yarn, which is probably a, about an inch thick, but it's still soft. And you knit with your hands rather than needles. And you end up with a blanket that is that you can make in like 30 seconds, which is like huge knitting. We've got one of those on there. Our bed consists of all these things. So making it involves peeling all these things off the end of the bed and then laying them down, then putting the two cushions on, then the, uh, the then the sofa one. It's quite a lot of faff. Can't be asked. Can't be asked. I don't understand it. It's like putting an obstacle course in your bedroom between you and your bed. Yeah. And when you go into your bedroom, you're desperate to get into bed. You don't need fucking Krypton Factor assault course in between yeah. you and your bed. I've got a question for you then. So like, this is, I've just done a bit of this. So when I stay in a hotel, and you get in a double bed when you're just only you, you peel back just the corner of the bit that you've peeled that bit in, get in, flip it over. And in the morning, you just peel that corner over and drop it down. Don't, yep. There's no brushing out and making it nice. There's nothing wrong with that, Baz. Yes. There's nothing wrong with just gaining access to the bed, sleeping, and then exiting the bed. Why do you even bother making a bed? I'm with you, Baz. It's absolutely just, with you. It's madness. <laughs> I just, you know, and, and I, make, I make our bed. For one reason, right? I know well, two is. reasons. The first reason is, right, I'm always last to get out of it. <laughs> and the second reason is that the fucking wife wants me to. I I couldn't give a shit. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And and your point before about the hotel bed, right? If I'm in a hotel bed, I'll curl, uh, I'll peel the corner down, I'll get in, I'll put it back, go to sleep. I'll peel, I'll peel the corner back, get out. I'll leave it like that. So that when I get in, I don't need to do that first bit. Exactly. 
And if you also you get onto hotel beds, if you notice they put it right up to the top, as high as you can, tuck it all underneath, then put the cushions on top. So when you have to, you then have to move all the cushions and the pillows to peel the fucking thing back to get into bed. And then you've got to have a that twenty minute fight to loosen the end where your feet go, so you don't feel like you're actually in a like in a sarcophagus. See, that's the one, mate. That's the worst thing about hotel bedrooms, right? When you get into when you get into bed and you feel like you're you you've been fucking mummified because you can't get your feet out. I mean, it's not a problem to you because your feet come halfway down the bed, but to someone who's a, an average adult height. Do you know what I mean? It's quite a tricky thing. But it's true, though. But I mean, why why do they do that? Because you, you end up then having to kick your feet out, then you lose at the end of the bed, and the next night when you get back, they've actually tucked it all back in again because that's how hotel beds are made. They've only done that to piss you off. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon well, well, right. well, I can clearly see he doesn't like having his feet tucked in. Watch this. Stapling it shut. The issue I have is that my wife... Um, and I'm glad I said all that stuff about how much I love her before I just went into a fucking tirade of uh, abuse about her. But anyway, yeah, I do, I do love her, but I don't think there's many women in this world who insist. Um, I know we live in Ireland, but do you know what? We did go through a heat wave, didn't we? Yeah. Right, and it, you know when it was 34 in England, it was about 28 here. It's a lot. Still insisted on two duvets on our bed, and not just. Not, not, not just like like the cushions that you get rid of. Slept under two duvets. Do you know what I mean this woman? Right, is she's Irish and was brought up in Newcastle, a town that is or city that is famous for people walking around with fuck all on in the winter. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I don't know how this woman is constantly cold, but twenty eight degrees. Right. So in the at night in that heat wave, it was probably twenty degrees overnight. Yeah, it's warm. Two fucking duvets. Unbelievable. We seem to have hit on a, a thing we both agree on here, like beds. <laughs> are con- uh, uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of politics in beds, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> and we yeah. don't do politics. <laughs> no, we don't. In which case, we need to stop talking about beds because politics is banned from this podcast, Baz. Right, Baz, I'd like your thoughts on this, Baz. I don't care how cool you think your restaurant is. Serve my food on a fucking plate. Oh. Right? I don't want my food on a shovel. I don't want it on a slate. I don't want it on a fucking breadboard, right? I want everything on the plate. I don't want my chips in a little fucking metal bucket, or even worse, in a tiny little version of a basket that goes into a deep fryer, right? Fuck off with all that. <laughs> Just serve me food on a plate. If your food's good, I'll rate it. Stop fannying around with all this stuff. It's not cool. It just—it's stupid. <laughs> uh, so, in in the most, I agree with you because I've mm. done the same thing where you go to like when I was used to eat meat, we'd go to a steak place and they'd always have it on a on a chopping board mm. yeah, with the knife stabbed in the top of it, so you could you know cut up yourself or yeah. cut more. And um, I guess that's the, those kind of places are they they kind of trying to add a bit of amusement and uh, whimsical whimsicality to their food because i quite like yeah and you'll, you'll, you'll disagree with you when you get those things you know a mass chef where they serve a, a chicken and chips in a like a, a kentucky fried chicken box but that's oh. for show no, but, yeah but that's literally for show isn't it there's no other yeah. reason why you'd have it no i'm not having it and it's just i mean there's a wider point as well it's like there's a there's a restaurant i think it's in there's a restaurant, I think it might be in Shorten, that's called The Laundrette, 
right? Yeah. Because the place used to be a laundrette. But do you know what? If you open a restaurant in an old laundrette or an old bank, you don't have to have that as the fucking theme for your restaurant forevermore. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In this place, it was called the laundrette, and it had like all the all the names of the dishes were related to being a laundrette, and the price. You know the um, you know the things that tell you like the uh, allergens in it and stuff. They were all like washing symbols, and it was like and and the prices didn't say pounds. It was like the number of the dial. Of you know what uh, of the of the washing machine? Yeah, yeah. I, no, seriously, no. Just fuck off, right? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not eating there, and I have never eaten there just because I just think like themed restaurants and shit. In fact, the only good themed restaurant, um, and it is getting a bit tired now, but I still do like it. Is those Karen restaurants? Oh, I don't know this. You've not seen the Karen restaurants? No. Mate, they are phenomenal. It's where the staff are deliberately rude oh, to you. Oh, sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. It started in America, didn't it? Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but it's yeah, like, yeah. That. I think I yes. think Australia as well. Like, okay, uh, maybe. yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's one in Presswich. I just love that. I yeah. love that. They, yeah, yeah. they just, like, they go in and say, what? You know, throw the, they throw the menu at you and say, like, fuck do you want? And I, oh, it's like, it's, oh, it's my birthday. It's like, so? We've all got birthdays. What the thing? I just fucking love that. Really, really love it. Really love it. Sex on the beach should remain a drink only. So only people, and this is any form of sea seafront as well. Uh, anybody who's ever tried it will know it's it doesn't end well. It's a, it's a little bit like we spoke about before about the beach is a shit place to go for a swim, but it's even worse when you when you when you want to put your uh, your man vegetables on show and uh, a bit of the ham sandwich as well. So it's. It's the ham sandwich. Well, this is a TikTok thing now, isn't it? <laughs> you must have seen the ham sandwich on TikTok. I, I, I'm not on that side of TikTok. Buzz. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so this is oversharing. Um, I've once done it on a Cypriot beach, which was largely volcanic rock. It ended oh. up, yeah, it ended up uh, with scrapes and cuts and open wounds. Even without... Hazards of uh, of that nature, Baz. Um, I just think it's like there's a couple of things. Like one, it's just like nobody wants to be walking down the beach for a romantic hand in hand. Uh, you know, uh, last night of the holiday, listening to the waves crash against the beach and see your pale ass bouncing up and down. Do you know what I mean? No one <laughs> wants to see that anyway. So it's not just the fact that it's you're effectively rubbing sandpaper on your most sensitive parts it's the fact that yet yeah, nobody needs to see that either the thing is it's, it, it's such a romantic notion as well but the mm. reality is it's fucking ridiculous yeah, it's bollocks. in the sea's all right though i've done it in the sea okay <laughs> well no one can see what you're doing <laughs> but it's just the whole thing isn't it there's obviously still sand which wafts around in seawater although obviously less but yeah it's all right it's all right in the sea Probably puts a new, the, a new tilt on uh, having crabs. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> you said that like, sex on the beach should remain a drink. You're absolutely right. And it is actually quite a good one as well. Yeah, it is, yes. <laughs> it's like having a Sunday delight that gets you pissed. It's brilliant. Baz, my go first on. mildly controversial opinion this week is it's actually a piece of advice. Oh, well, there you go. Hey, I don't think we've done this before. This is like almost like public service, right? I like this. Go on then. I have got I've got a piece of advice for people. 
And I'm talking specifically to people in London. We do get an indication of where our listeners are from, but it only goes to country level, so I don't know how many people I'm going to piss off on this. But anyway, if you live in London and you can't afford to get on the property ladder, I have the solution. Either don't live in London or don't get on the property ladder. That's, I mean, it's pretty sound advice, that. Simple as that. And, uh, and where I'm going with this, Baz, is that for some reason... Um, that, look, British people are just fucking obsessed with owning their own home. Yeah. Um, loads of, like, very, very few countries in, in certainly in Europe, um, feel the same way. Um, they don't see it as this big kind of rite of passage and almost like a human right to own your own house. Yeah. And, and you see these people are saying, like, oh, house prices have gone up so far in London, I can't get on the property ladder. Well, don't then. Rent. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, people talk like it's a human right to own your own home. I would argue it's not a human right. It's in, in a lot of situations, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> because we rent at the moment, and that's just because we moved to a new country and we didn't know where we wanted to live, so we're renting. One of our radios broke. You know what I did? Did I search through the internet trying to find a plumber? Did I go and I price things up? Did I try and fix it myself? Did I do all it? Did I fuck? Contacted the landlady, it said the radiator's broken. Within a day, it was fixed. And it cost me nothing, right? There you go. Brilliant. But the other thing, Baz, right, is loads of people lose the shit about student fees. Yeah? Yeah. About people leaving, like, people in the UK lose the shit about student fees. We've got a number of American listeners, right? They're leaving university with, like, hundred, hundred and fifty, two hundred thousand $200,000 of debt, Right? And everyone's going, oh, it's terrible. And it's like, you know, it's terrible. I can't believe I've had to get myself into, I've had to saddle myself with so much debt to go through university and get this degree. It's such a bad thing that I've got all this debt hanging over my head, right? Everyone says it's a really, really bad thing. Next thing, 10 years later, they're putting a Facebook status out celebrating the fact they've just fucking saddled themselves with £300,000 worth of debt. There's no difference. Do you know what I mean? It's like, oh, congratulations, well done. Everyone's congratulating them on Facebook, saying, oh, well done, brilliant. Oh, you've signed yourself up to a fucking lifetime of debt. It's like, why is that something to celebrate? The last thing I'll say before I'll, uh, I'll get your input, Baz, um, is at the moment, interest rates are going up, right? Everyone's losing their shit about it. Saying, oh, my mortgage is going to cost this much more. It's going to, it's going to cost me this much more. And blah, 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 right? If you rented your house, and instead of throwing loads of money into the house you live in, you invested it somewhere else, guess what? Interest rate's going up. It's a good thing because you're going to get more return on the money that you didn't throw into putting, buying your own house. They're all very interesting points, these are. Thank you. What's your what's your feelings, Baz? Well, it's I agree with you. It's it's a weird it is a weird thing that in this country, particularly more so than many others, that we're kind of it's it's almost like yeah, like you said, it's a rite of passage. It's a thing where you're supposed to buy your own home. It's it's the natural progression of your growing up in the world. You don't own your house. No, people go, "Oh, I'm a homeowner." They don't. You don't own the house. The bank owns the house. If you stop paying them back the money you borrowed to buy the, pay the house, it's theirs. And admittedly, you do have some people who live in certain parts of London and the property's gone up because it's become a desirable place and they can't afford to buy in that place, right? There are definitely areas of London you can afford to live in. 
Yeah. Yeah. There are definitely areas of London you can afford to buy a house in, right? You just don't want to. <laughs> you want to live in an area that's too expensive for you to live in. Yeah. But that's life. That's what happens. Do you know what I mean? In 1983 or whatever, like Dubai was a fucking fishing village. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I think a lot there's loads of people that. can't afford to live there anymore. Do you know what I mean? They live somewhere else. It's life. Like you could, if you live in London currently and you can't afford to buy a house in the part of London you want to live in, either rent, move out of London, or stop being so fucking picky about the part of London you want to live in. There you go. I didn't expect that. I didn't expect my summary to be that succinct. But that's where I'm finishing, Baz. Well, I think, once again, uh, statement or not, I think I agree with you. Right, my next one, Baz, is if you have ever said the phrase, you take me as I am, you either love me or you hate me, I've got news for you. Everyone hates you because you're a dick. (laughs) Nobody in the history of humanity who is... Decent banter, good crack, call it what you want. Nobody who is a good laugh and people enjoy their company ever needs to say, you love me or you hate me. And don't get me wrong, I think it's a really positive thing, really positive thing in terms of take me as I am, I'm not going to change for anyone. I have significant value in my self-worth. They're all really, really positive things. So that's not the discussion. The discussion is, if you have to say, take me as I am, love me or hate me, you only say that because there's a lot of people reacting to you being a dick. (laughs) Because nobody who's really cool and everybody likes them goes, take me as I am, you either love me or hate me, because they've never had people say they're a dick. Well, that's kind of like almost going... um... I'm going to be a dick now, so just please accept the fact that I'm about to be a dick. Yes, that is. It's a bit like it's a bit like an extension of no offence. <laughs> yes. And then they just say something hugely offensive. <laughs> it's kind of weird, isn't it? Because I, I, I kind of work on the opposite things. Like, if you don't like me, then I'll change. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's because me and you are very needy. <laughs> is that what it is? It's, and it's hundred percent fucking true. As well. I don't. I don't think I've ever said uh, you have to accept me as I am. Not to anybody in the world because I'm likely going. Well, if you don't like me, then I'll change. <laughs> <laughs> you take me as I am. You either love me or you hate me. So if you said that either word for word or something along those lines, chances are you're a dick. Um, take a look at yourself in the mirror. Start making changes, um, and maybe you won't need to say it anymore. (laughs) And that's it for another week. Hopefully you enjoyed looking back on some of our favourite moments from the last year or so. Normal service will be resumed next week when Baz will be back. Uh, In the meantime, uh, please do all the subscriber shit. So um, like, subscribe, share, review. Um, If you're listening on the audio podcast, please click the button for auto-downloads. All of those things cost nothing, but they really, really help grow the podcast. So thanks so much for listening, and we will see you next time. Mike? Yeah? Do you think anyone's still listening? I don't know, probably not. If they are, where can they find us? Thanks for asking, Baz. That's a great question. The best way to find us is to go to the website at daddancer.co.uk forward slash podcast and the links to everything are there.